1: This is the John Oakley show podcast. All right, here we go. We're back into it. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville pound three, six, three, six, not each other. three six three six. <laughs> uh, Mike Van Solen, Adrian, Batrick, Kim Wright in the house. And, uh, you know, since we were talking about these safe injection sites or, uh, drug sites, anyway, I wanted to pivot. Doug Ford continues to be a lightning rod in several fronts. And, uh, I see where there was a story about his, uh, trying to play up the idea that journalists are uh, teeing off on him. In fact, it was a, an e-blast that was soliciting funds earlier today entitled, They're Laughing at Us. He says, the journalists are out there mocking us, regular folks who try to save a few bucks on gas by filling up before the carbon tax kicked in. Might remember that was last Sunday night. Maybe these guys don't care about what gas costs them, but I know how much it matters. It's journalists and politicians like these who make it tough at a little guy. They don't understand. There's a whole world out there filled with folks just trying to get by. In response, John Fraser, interim liberal leader, said uh, he's just spoiling for a fight. He's looking for a fight. Well, let me ask you this. Is this a good tactic to rally the base, or is this something that, uh, you know, is he using it as a tactic, or is it a legitimate concern that, you know, the little guy is being uh, disregarded and maybe marginalized by uh, certain elites? How do you see it, Mike Van Solen?
2: Yeah, look, he is a uh, 100% taffy into. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kim, Kim, and Adrian here were going to just. We dis- defer to you, sir. Just, yeah, they, uh, they they need a uh, they need some time to. Uh, anyways, you guys will get into this. I think Doug, <laughs> I think Doug is uh, doing exactly the right thing. Journalists are, have, and some journalists I've seen in different quarters have have felt bent out of shape by this note that went out. But what people have to appreciate is that Doug got on in, in an anti-establishment manner and people like we're all in the game and, and, and so we know the good actors from the bad actors and, and the good stories and the, and the bad stories that are out there but I think he taps into a sentiment that people have that the establishment whether it's politicians or business or journalists have left people behind their lives have become more affordable and they in the idea of a carbon tax for example that's just going to make getting to work that much more expensive getting your family around to to soccer practice and everything else you need to do more expensive that people don't get it. And he's tapping into that. So uh, for journalists to be offended, I mean, that, that's that's for them to decide. But uh, there very much is a sense that all these people who say everything's great, who, who publish studies that say the carbon tax will be good, who, who do, do all this work, uh, they don't, aren't reflecting the lived experience of many Ontarians. And I think Doug is tapping into that with that type of language. If people are offended by it, uh, you should buckle up, because I think there'll be another three years.
1: All right, well, the Toronto Star, you're competition adrian uh suggesting that this is a trumpian tactic he's just borrowing from trump you know uh, demonizing these elites and because it positions him as the champion of the little guy so as a tactic is this going to be effective
3: well i would suggest to my friends at the toronto star and they should probably know this that any time it doesn't matter what your political stripe is you're going to use what your opponent is is saying and to use it for fundraising and i suspect in this instance the pc party of ontario is probably going to raise a lot of money From from this uh, strategy, the challenge, uh, though, I don't overall disagree with necessarily with what they're saying, because there were a lot of journalists who uh, were on social media that were mocking this notion of a organized effort by pretty much everyone in the PC party of ontario that's elected or not standing by the gas pump and some one of their Whether staffers they had note, a car or note not Note my sarcasm here um <laughs> standing by the gas pump pumping the thing and having someone tweet it or or post it on instagram it's 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 a message strategy that is tried true and tested and it works and it actually does um make the point that you are going to have a bit of a you are going to have a significant financial challenge once this carbon tax has has been put into place. Uh, whether one of the things I will only say about um, you know the conservatives or conservatives in general uh, when they start attacking the media, it's time to move on from that in a way because it does get tiresome. However, to Mike's point, and I think it was articulated very well, there is this notion, John that people have been left behind, the so-called elites have been taking over, that they are the ones that sort of decide and dictate to us what we should be thinking, what we should be doing, what we should be driving. So Premier Ford, like his brother before him, tapped into that, and like others, are tapping into that. So it will work, but do I think it's long-term useful? No. Attacking the media doesn't help in okay, the long term. Okay,
1: but as a tactic, as a tactic, so Kim, I'll give you a shot at this one because uh, whether it was born out of a legitimate concern for the little guy and he's standing up for them or is it, do you see it as a tactic, like a divide and conquer kind of thing, us against them?
0: Gasp, a, a populist politician who uses populist messaging to get some fundraising, yeah, I'm not surprised by this. Uh, it's, you know, there are a lot of ministers who I don't think they've pumped their own gas in quite some time and they were out there pumping and whether they had a car or not some of the some of the MPPs who don't actually own a car stood in front of a gas pump holding a holding the pump. All of this is making it Instagrammable and go out there and get around the message box. But ultimately, it's raise some money, make sure your base knows that you're fighting for them and they're you're for the people, especially when your polling numbers start dropping because you've gone after children with autism. And all of this is trying to move away from the conversation around public policy things that haven't gone quite as well in the last couple of weeks for the premier Mm. into these other conversations. What's also fascinating is now the the, the pro-business premier is uh, making uh, businesses put uh, these new stickers on the pump, these political messages onto the pumps. I, I think that starts getting into a bit of a conversation about propaganda and the proper use of of government resources uh, to get your political messages out, it's one thing to buy it; it's another thing to mandate it through legislation that you need to put your your message on 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 private businesses.
1: Is there a risk, though, that uh, you know everything that Doug Ford does, you know, policy pronouncement or whatever, meets uh, a hail of criticism? Of course, from- there is.
0: Look, yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> yes. all for the opening up of tailgating. I I'm am. I, there are lots of <laughs> things that the premier is doing. I have bigger issues uh, on his education and health care
1: for the people you said something interesting the word instagrammable uh faith goldie is no longer instagrammable she's not facebookable either uh, yep. amongst other things uh facebook now is undergoing i guess this uh moment of reflection or introspection uh believing that they've got to police themselves or at least be drawn to that in the UK uh there's a movement that uh, or a bill i guess uh that's going to see the creation of an independent regulator uh, otherwise, these people would have to police themselves, uh, turning them into their own censors. want to come back and uh, quickly delve into that, because uh, the idea of freedom of expression is one thing. How far do we uh, see this extending as, you know, uh, I guess a self-policing edict? Uh, Are you confident that's the right way to go, or do you want to set up a special body, I guess, that the government would control? We'll come back in a final word or two from our panel, Mike VanSola and Adrian Batrick, Kim Wright on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to The John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.